What are some of your favorite holiday movies? Some of my favorites come from my childhood and left a lasting impression on me. Well, today, we're going to talk about some stop-motion classics from my childhood. From Rudolph to Santa, these are my top three Rankin-Bass stop-motion animated films. What up, fam? Welcome to Toon Lord Done Right, a podcast where I take a moment to give you a quick lesson on a film, TV show character, or concept in animation. You can call me Dave, and I'll be your tutor for today. If you like nerdy, cartoon, anime, and pop culture stuff, both nostalgic and new, then you're in the right place. And since you're here, you can follow me on Instagram and on Twitter at ToonLordDR. You can also support me on Patreon by going to patreon.com slash toonlorddr to become a part of the Toon Laureate study group and get bonus content along the way. And while you're here, I want to give a shout out to all of the patrons who can get early access to episodes, additional content, and access to the Discord community. Thanks to everyone who has been listening to and sharing the podcast. This episode will act as the season finale of Toon Lord Done Right Season 2. I mean, can you believe that to date, we've released 22 total episodes, interviewed, in my opinion, a living legend in Mark McRae, who is a TV producer and programmer, been a guest on the amazing Blurred Up podcast, and to top it all off, the podcast has received over 8,000 total downloads. Now, I know I haven't said this in a while, but I am positive that I have the best listeners in the world. And since it's the holidays, I want to give a thanks to all of you. For everyone who listens to this episode between now and the start of 2022, I want to give a free micro course on podcasting. Just go to my website, toonlorddr.com slash contact and send me a message that says, I don't know, give me the free stuff or something like that. I have found great joy in coaching others on how to build their podcast. So doing this will add you to my mailing list and you'll get your podcasting micro course early in the new year and it'll show you the essentials of podcasting. With it, you'll have the basics of what you need to begin your podcasting journey. Also, because it's the holidays, I figure what better way to wrap things up than to talk about an animation studio that helped to shape my childhood and made some classic and staple holiday movies. You may not be familiar with the Rankin-Bass name, but I'm sure you know their TV specials like Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer and Santa Claus is Coming to Town. Today, we're going to amp up the holiday cheer by talking about some animation that made my holidays special. I'm going to give you my top three Rankin-Bass Christmas movies and explain a little bit why. With that being said, check your syllabus, pull out your notepads, and let's jump straight into the subject overview. Rankin-Bass Animated Entertainment was an American production company located in New York City and is known for its TV specials done in stop-motion animation. It was founded in 1960 as Videocraft International until they changed the name in 1968 to Rankin-Bass. Known for their distinct art style, Rankin-Bass made holiday classics based on popular songs like Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, The Little Drummer Boy, Frosty the Snowman, and Santa Claus is Coming to Town. While they are most famous for their holiday specials and 
that will be my main focus for this episode, they also dipped into traditional animation as well. They animated The Hobbit and The Return of the King, The Last Unicorn, shout out to at M.E. Huber on Instagram for showing me this weirdness, uh, and lastly, they worked on The Thundercats and The Jackson 5 animated show. So before we jump into the main part of the episode, I want to take a moment to explain stop motion animation. Now, if you're listening to this podcast, and I'm almost positive that you already know what that is, but just in case you don't, I'll give you the TLDR on stop motion animation. Stop motion animation is an art form that takes an inanimate object like puppets, toys, or clay and brings them to life using still images. There is a really cool time-lapse video done by the stop motion animation studio Leica showing their process from the movie Box Trolls. I'll leave a link to that in the show notes. It's about a minute long and it is totally worth your time. Now that we have the proper framework, let's hop straight into the Toon Lore 101. Starting off, we have our good old pal Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. This was the first of the Rankin-Bass Christmas specials, and it was released in 1964. A little more than a decade later, they would do a follow-up movie called uh, Rudolph's Shiny New Year, but the OG film is my favorite of the two. But the second did have that funny part about Baby New Year and his ears. What? You... I have an idea, Happy. Take off your hat, quick. Take it off for good. Huh? Huh? Those ears. Those ears. Those ears. Those ears. Those ears. Paul Freeze as a voice actor was a national treasure. Anywho, back to the main thing. The first Rudolph film was kind of weird and a little bit all over the place, but it has that classic Rankin-Bass charm, but unlike some of the other movies on this list, it seemed to be grasping at straws to find the true story. Between the misfit toys, Hermes the outcast elf, and the abominable snowman and more, it was kind of a hodgepodge of characters. But overall, the film was made in 1964, so I can't put 2021 standards on a 57-year-old movie. So with that in mind, it still kind of works in its own Rankin-Bassian way. Fun fact, when the film was originally released, there was a scene at the end that was cut where Santa goes to pick up the misfit toys. So the following year, they added it back after complaints that Santa looks like kind of a jerk for not keeping his promise and taking care of those misfit toys. I know that this was serious for the time, but picturing Santa as a liar or a rebel was just kind of funny to me. It reminds me of that weird Mel Gibson movie called Fat Man, where he plays a gritty Santa Claus. Honestly, the trailer looks like a really impressive SNL skit. Um, I'll leave the link to that trailer in the show notes just so you can have a look at it. Speaking of the man in red himself, we come to the number two movie on this list, which is A Year Without a Santa Claus, released in 1974. This story actually follows Mrs. Claus in a year where Santa gets sick and almost has to cancel Christmas for that year. So he orders a press release to announce that all of Christmas is canceled. So in order to change his mind and kind of get him out of his slump, Mrs. Claus and two elves, Jingle and Jangle, search for a Christmas miracle. So of all the places in the world they could go, 
they end up in a place where mysterious and miraculous things happen every single day. Florida. Uh, now to a viral sensation that's blowing up on social media, the Florida Man Challenge. A Florida man was tired of the potholes and wanted to make a point, so he planted a banana tree right in the middle of the road. A Florida man bitten by a shark walked home while bleeding. When he got there, a woman called 911 and had him taken to the hospital. Caught on camera, some scary moments for a dog owner in Florida. Video shows him jumping into action to save his puppy from the grip of a gator. So yeah, it is a truly miraculous place. Now, to be fair, they never explicitly say the word Florida in order to keep the film kind of generic, but it's Florida. While on their adventures, they want to bring the miracle of snow to Florida, I mean, Southtown. So they first have to go to the controller of all things cold, the Snow Miser. Now, he loves the idea and sings a dope song to go along with it, but the Southtown is out of his jurisdiction. So he first has to get permission from his estranged brother, the Heat Miser. So Mrs. Claus goes to see the Heat Miser. He also sings a dope song and promptly refuses. Are you serious, bro? So the rest of the film is dedicated to them working out a deal that ends up being really charming. The film itself is good, but it will be the top of my list based on the music alone. While Santa does play a part, he is relegated to the role of the deuteragonist at best. Now, despite my high praise of A Year Without a Santa Claus, it is not my number one pick. The number one would have to go to Santa Claus is Coming to Town that was released in 1970. This hour-long classic tells the origin story of jolly old Saint Nick himself. It shows how his reindeer learned how to fly, why he gives presents on Christmas Day, and how he came to build toys in the first place. The colorful characters from the villain, Burgermeister Meisterberger, and the Winter Warlock, Mrs. Claus, or Jessica as we meet her in the film, and the Kringle family all make this world feel lived in. In my life recently, even though I've been totally open with my kids about Santa, my seven-year-old continually points to this movie specifically as her thesis on why Santa Claus really exists. It's kind of cute and makes me wonder what my thoughts were as a kid. Uh, this is a wholesome movie full of great songs, a great message of what it means to be kind and giving, and doesn't have to betray Santa as some criminal. Well, except for that one part. Stop! You are under arrest! Not me! Wait! Look! What can I do? You have me. <laughs> to the dungeon! Because of the impact of the movie, there was even a basic game made for Santa Claus's Coming to Town, made for the Nintendo Wii. Now, I don't know how many people still own an OG Wii, but considering that Just Dance released on the original Wii all the way up until 2020, I'm sure that there's still a healthy community out there. Long live Wii Sports. The music in that game will live on in infamy. So what are my thoughts here? I'll get into that in a moment, but before I do, I just want to remind you to go to tunelorddr.com slash reviews to let me know what you think of the show so far. Now, with that business done, let's get into the hook shot. Now we've come to the portion of the show that I like to call the hook shot. 
This is where I watch some or all of the show or film at hand. And if I'm hooked, then I'll let you know if you should give it a shot. Think of it as a mini review. Now, I don't really like to give numbers or letters for my reviews, so my rating system will be skip it, try it, watch it, or binge it. These three films, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, Year Without a Santa Claus, and Santa Claus is Coming to Town, are stop-motion holiday classics. While they do bring me lots of joy, I can admit that a lot of that is due in large part to nostalgia. I grew up with these films, playing on TV before there was Christmas movies on demand and well before Home Alone had like five sequels. P.S. Don't watch the latest sequel on Disney+. Plus. It is not great. Anywho, these movies are fun rides, but if you do watch them this holiday season, keep in mind that they were made a half century ago. I have the movies on DVD, and I'm positive that you can watch at least Santa Claus is Coming to Town in its entirety straight from YouTube. So, what do I rate these three movies? On a scale of skip it, try it, watch it, or binge it, I would give it the TLDR rating of try it. They definitely reflect the times they were created in, so just give it a shot. So with the grade in the books, let's turn on the black light. Now, before I let you go, I want to take you to the part of the show that I like to call the black light. Here, I scour the farthest and darkest corners of the internet to showcase a piece of work or an artist that has piqued my interest. Today, I want to highlight Elite Kids TV. I initially came across them when I was in Hong Kong and really starved for good content for my kids. Elite Kids TV is a YouTube channel that has educational content for younger kids that showcases Black excellence. But you'll get the most bang for your buck by going to their website, EliteKidsTV.com. Here, you will find games, coloring books, baby clothes, learning materials, and other merch highlighting black and brown people. They have these cool coloring pages that I like, featuring Serena Williams and Chadwick Boseman. Long live the king. They even have some awesome Christmas wrapping paper, too. I highly recommend that you check them out right after you like, share, and subscribe to Toon Lord Done Right, and you can tell them that TLDR sent you. Remember, you can also subscribe to the Toon Lord Done Right Patreon, where all members will have access to a full list of each and every artist I have highlighted in the Black Light section. So, you can join up now to see more dope work. With all that being said, this has been Toon Lord Done Right. And don't forget to like, share, review, comment, and subscribe. I want to hear from you. Tell me something that stuck out to you about this episode and tell me your favorite fact of the show. If you've enjoyed this episode, even a little bit, go to toonlordr.com slash reviews and leave a short five-star review. You can connect with me by joining my Patreon or hitting me up on Instagram and on Twitter at toonlordr. Also, remember to go to toonlordr.com slash contact to sign up for your free podcasting micro course. So, until we come back in the new year and I can give you the TLDR on a film, TV show, character, or concept, and animation, it's been real. <laughs>